Welcome back to the Game Trust. It has been at least 24, 25 days since we had it because... A long time. Yeah. Because last time we had it, the PlayStation Network was working. And seeing (laughs) as we do everything through the PlayStation Network, that's the reason we haven't had it because the PlayStation Network's been down. That's right. It's a great excuse. Yeah. Okay. It's a complete lie, but it's a great excuse. But yeah, this is uh, episode 41 of the Game Trust, and thank you for coming back. And hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, we just kind of decided to come back because yesterday Ben and I were having uh, major discussions uh, yep. around the dinner table kind of. And um, I thought, man, if we just had a microphone here to grab this stuff, then we could put it on the podcast. But hopefully we can right. recapture that excitement and passion that we had yesterday. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get this thing started. And if you'd like to get in t- contact with us, you can email us at... Uh, excuse me, thegametrust at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at thegametrust. And we encourage you to rate us on iTunes. If you just have the urge to, you can call us at 937-687-8780. That's 937-6-TRUST-0. Trust no one but the Game Trust. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Ben, let's uh, break the ice just a little bit here. I think we need... uh, We're a little... We're a little cold. You know, joints are a little stiff. We haven't been on here for a while. So let's go ahead and break yeah. the ice on this thing. Based on right. something that you've already done, how might you make it into the Guinness Book of World Records? Go. Um, well, you know, I've been playing the drums for a long time, and I always wanted to get in for playing the drums the longest for a, uh, an extended period of time. With no breaks in between. Last time I checked, it was like 36 hours straight of drumming. I was like, man, if I could just do 37 hours of drumming, I would be the champion. So uh, that's that's kind of what I've been thinking about doing. 37 hours seems uh, strangely doable. I mean, it's probably not as doable as it sounds, but it sounds doable. Yeah. Well, I know that I've played for like three hours straight before, and I was about to die. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing, though. What... What constitutes playing for thirty-seven hours? Is it just hitting the snare, tapping on the, tapping no, on the hi hat, or is it like a full set beat? You know, you know. I don't know. I know that you have to video the whole thing and that you have to send it in to Guinness if you want to um, challenge it. And I might do it one day for like a, a fundraiser or something. You know, for the church. Or, yeah, because it would be. I mean, I could see myself staying up for thirty-seven hours. Man, I'd be tired, but I could see myself doing that. You know, yeah. but playing the drums for thirty-seven hours you know you'd have to start you'd really have to pace yourself to do that oh yeah definitely definitely because you definitely start cramping because i've started cramping as few as like an hour wow uh if i'm really if i'm really really playing hard yeah um so it can happen yeah and would you consider yourself a good drummer yes all right so you hear that listeners send in your uh drumming and ben ben and you will have a digital drum off that's right. Over Skype. It'll Over be incredible. <laughs> You'll play the downbeat. You'll play the upbeat. It'll be incredible. It, it'll always be on, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, something that, uh, based on something I've already done, how might I make it in the Guinness Book of World Records? Um, yep. That's the question. 
Yeah, I'm thinking installing here because hey, oh well. one, my daughter snuck in the room and she's Uh-oh. messing with things and I'm making sure she's not breaking anything. And two, <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, let's see. The uh, biggest snot bubble for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I I have a lot of snot in my head, so I figure yeah. that if I save some of that up, stop sneezing mm-hmm. a little bit, held it in. Um, right. That kind of thing. I could definitely save that up and make the biggest snot bubble. Oh, well, there you go. That well, sounds like a plan. I know my son's already beat me, so I'm actually going after his record. So, oh, he wakes up in the morning. First thing that happens is a snot bubble pops. It's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that it is. Okay, <clears throat> little. We're all loose, loosened up now, and uh, we're going to get on to what we're playing. And so, Ben, the question I have for you. This evening is what's been eating your playtime in these twenty five ish days. Yeah, you know I've I've had a lot eating my playtime in the past twenty five days. Um, Yum. been playing been playing my three DS quite a bit. Um, I've been doing this uh, Find Me game that's uh, like part of the Me Plaza. Uh, see so you uh, you know you pass people with Street Pass and you get their Me's and they come fight in this dungeon for you. Well, you can also save up your coins, and you can hire heroes out, kind of like mercenaries, I guess. Uh, anyway, so I've been doing that like crazy. So and, I, um, I got one question about that, though. Is it plaza or plaza? That's the real question. It's definitely plaza. Okay, okay. Who says plaza? I mean, come on. Anyway, um, so I'm actually on the last uh, room. There's like 20 rooms or something, and I'm on the last one. And uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. Because I've been doing this like every day uh, since the 3DS came out. So it takes a long time. Yeah, it could be like uh, Portal like, where um, confetti rains down. I'm hoping so. Um, that would be awesome. So I've been doing that. Uh, I also recently bought Professor Layton, uh, the Diabolical Box. It's actually a DS game, but I'm playing it on my 3DS. Lots of fun. Uh, a lot of puzzles that'll stump you. Um, I beat Portal 2. Uh, which was awesome. Yeah, hey, I want to don't don't like spoil anything not, for anybody. But I'm what I will say anything. is that I do want to have later on uh, a spoiler show at the very end for a few minutes. I All just right. want to talk about Portal Two. So if we'll you haven't it. beaten Portal Two, don't listen. Okay, don't listen. We are going to talk about it later. So if you have, yeah, yeah. So beat Portal Two. Haven't beat the co-op yet because PSN's been down. So yeah, you know, I don't have anyone to play with. Um. And I've uh, been playing, I played uh, Mass Effect 2 for a good while today. Uh, I played Dragon Age 2 for a while uh, over the past few weeks. I've uh, been playing StarCraft 2, been playing a lot of 2s. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, some other games in there, some demos. I'll tell you one thing I've been uh, doing is actually I started downloading benchmarks for my PC. See how powerful it is. And um, I finally got 3D Mark. Uh, 11 which is like the industry standard yeah and um it's crazy how good things look i was blown away um what's it do i mean what i know what it is i know what the reason for it is is to measure how big your and bad your pc is but what does this particular um benchmark do so what it does is it has these different demo videos doesn't actually measure anything on these first videos but it shows you uh, this underwater, this whole underwater scene with these submarines and all this light going everywhere. 
it actually looks like a CGI uh, rendered video, but it's not. It's actually running uh, real time off your graphics card. Looks pretty incredible. And then the next thing's called like the High Temple, and it's going through this jungle uh, into this big temple, and uh, looks really cool as well. Uh, light just bouncing off everything. You can see the tessellation and all the palm trees and just textures popping out everywhere. Explain uh, what the heck tessellation is. Uh, what tessellation is is you have your polygons uh, that are making up a character. Tessellation makes basically smaller polygons inside of those polygons, uh, which then in turn uh, you can put more textures on, which just makes it look more lifelike. Um, so instead of having, uh, you know, 2,000 polygons on a head, you could have 500 with tessellization, which will make it look like it's 2,000. Wow. So that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't use nearly as much processing power. Yeah. See, I knew that, but it was it was all for the listeners out there, you know? Right. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Um, so anyway, it was cool. I've never actually uh, used a bench part for my PC, which... I know that probably means I'm a noob or something, but um, it was really cool to watch it. And I downloaded this one called Froblins, uh, and it's just AMD showing off everything their cards can do. It was pretty cool, too. Um, it's like all these frogs walking around mining gold and eating mushrooms, and it's like thousands of them on the screen at the same time. Sweet. Pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, There you go. That's pretty much what I've been playing uh, right now. <clears throat> Sounds good. Hey, um, well... I've had I've had some time to play some games in the past 25, 26 days, however many days it's been. And first That's off, good. I will start off saying that I beat Portal 2. I beat it in Yay. one player, and I beat it in uh, co-op. Boo! And, and Ben hasn't because I had it on PS3 and was able to do it with my wife in two screen. Or dual, wait, what is it? Split screen. That's Split screen, you boob! So uh, <laughs> we beat it together. And hey, I'm telling you, if there's a game... That you can play with your wife, even if she's not good with dual analogs and all. And my wife is terrible with them, and she'll admit it. Um, you can play Portal Two because uh, it doesn't. It's not like some game where you got to shoot zombies or something. And I've played some, uh, you know, those uh, Twitch kind of shooter games with her, and it's just terrible. We played, um, oh, uh, what was that game where you played co-op and the dudes that you played with like had huge beards? Um, it came out a couple years um, ago. Uh, whatever that huge game. Huge beards? Yeah, they have like these massive beards on the front cover. Uh, brain's going blank. Anyway, we played that game together, and, and she was more harm than she was good. But anyway. But with Portal know. 2, we could use her brain. She has a pretty decent brain. She just can't get her thumbs to do what her brain's thinking. So, yeah. uh, you know, we were able to beat the levels. And you know what, Ben? You're talking about playing co-op. I have it on my Mac. So if you want to play yeah. co-op, even while the PSN was down, we could have played co-op together. Well, then why didn't you say that, you boob? You need to express these things to me. Oh, okay. I can't read minds over here. Don't I'll try. And for those of you with iPads, um, and maybe iPhones, I'm not actually sure because I don't have one, but you do, but I don't. So I do. I can't speak for the iPhone, but there's. Uh, I'll give you first a free game you might want to check out, and then a game that will set you back a whole $7. Um, first, the free game is called Frisbee. And I got it thinking it would be terrible. And um, it was, but it was free. So what the heck, you know? And it was a full game. So I got it. And it's, it's pretty cool. What the whole point of the game is you flick your Frisbee and you throw it mm -hmm. basically by flicking the screen kind of. 
um, or swiping on the screen, whatever you want to call it. And it flies forward at a certain rate of speed, and you go through different rings, and you have to, and they throw obstacles in your ways, way like cows and telephone poles and houses, and you got to go through uh, covered wagons, and uh, they put you in the west, and I don't know, it, you just got some fun, fun things, and you fly through all these ring, rings that are scattered all over the place, and gather stars that then give you points that you can buy new frisbees and get new levels with. Anyway. Um, it's a pretty cool game. I mean, it's uh, obviously a more casual type game, but if you're just sitting uh, at the train station or waiting on the bus or in the car during a car ride or something and you have your iPad um, and you want something to play real quick, you know, you put it in, play a couple levels. It's on the level of like Angry Birds or something like that where you can just play one level, set it down, play, or you can play 10 levels, and it's very easy to get very addicted to it and play 10 levels if you're not careful. So, um it is on iPhone, by the way. Okay, and it's called Frisbee. Is it free on iPhone? I guess it is. Is it is it called Frisbee Forever? Yeah, I think it's called Frisbee Forever, but the underneath, yeah, Frisbee Forever. Yeah, it's officially licensed by Frisbee. But um, on the icon, when you go to click on it, it just says Frisbee underneath. Because, you know, you can only say flying disc or throwing disc. Right. Unless you get Frisbee. You know, right. Because it's a name brand, even though we call exactly. everything Frisbees. But anyway. That's right. Um, and it's pretty funny. Like they got some different frisbees you can buy, and one of them is called the cake frisbee. And so underneath it, you know, when it describes it, it says the cake is not a lie, and uh, <laughs> has one called Saul. And then it says, "Do you want to play a game?" And um, let's see, there's nice. another, there's another really funny one. Oh, a Greek shield, and it says this is frisbee. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> They're clever, aren't they? Clever devils. Yep, but here's the deal. I was like, how how in the world do they make money on this game? There's got to be a way. Well, you can go buy. You can either earn your star coins, and it takes a lot to earn these things. I mean, you get like two yep. or three, maybe like ten. If you got ten of these star coins in a level, you'd be like doing really well. And to buy a set of ten levels, which would be kind of, you know, like a whole world, I guess is the way you'd put it. To buy a right. world with ten levels in it costs anywhere from 250 of these tokens to um, like, 3,000 tokens. So it's, it takes a lot to Yowza. earn them. Well, you can go on, and you can go buy them. In fact, you can buy up to... They have a they have a um, like microtransaction thing. They have 275,000 coins you can buy for the low yeah. price of $99.99. I bet you someone has done that. I bet you they have. I bet you stupid. they have. Um, anyway, 1,000 coins is $0.99. Cent. And um, there you go. That's how you make it. So that's that's got a cool game, you know, looking for something cheap, cheap thrills. It's good. Now, this one's a little different. It's from uh, a little game company called, um, oh, my word, what's their name? Gameloft. That's it. Gameloft. And if you don't know anything about Gameloft, what they do is they basically say, let's get the best franchises out there, and we're going to redo them. And typically, they redo them terribly. Um, I played the uh, Halo version on Android. It's just terrible. Um, you know they've redone. They're now they're now in the process of redoing um, uh, Uncharted, and you know they all, they change the names and they change the characters' names and they change enough that they won't get sued for it. But I'm surprised they haven't gotten sued for it because I mean it is really close stuff. So um, so what they did now is they've taken StarCraft. And they've yeah. made their own and called it Starfront Collision. Okay, yeah. um, 
and it's for iPad and iPhone. Uh, I hear on iPad it's a little better. You got a little more space to kind of select your characters and, and stuff like that because that's kind of the problem is clicking on the different characters on the small iPhone screen. But um, right. So I got it for iPad, and it cost me a whole $7. But I will say I've only played four levels in because uh, I just got it last night, late last night. And um, yeah, it's pretty decent. Is it StarCraft or StarCraft Two? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know is as long as the big companies aren't going to bring their big franchises to iPad I it's I don't think it's a bad thing to have these really kind of hardcore games where I mean it's mul- it's online multiplayer and everything they've yeah. got a campaign with three different races that are totally different totally different stories that interact with each other wow. and um just kind of like StarCraft and um yeah Anyway, and uh, it's a good deal. It's all polygonal, and um, they have uh, different heroes that you got to, you know, march march through, and they got to complete different missions, and um, right. and it's nothing like you haven't seen before. And I'm sure if you played through StarCraft or StarCraft Two, these missions are very familiar to you. But for seven dollars on the iPad, if you're looking for something to fill that real time strategy itch you have. This is a good option. Um, and with the PSN being down and not having a DS anymore, I was just kind of looking for a good game that would last me longer than a Frisbee game, you know? And yeah. uh, I've had it, and I'm having fun with it, and it takes some effort, you know? And um, it's a cool game. Check it out. It's Starfront Collision. And like I said, if you've played StarCraft or StarCraft II, uh, you'll know kind of what it's about. And um, they've kind of simplified it a little Score. bit. There's less um, uh, things you got to gather. There's only two different, um, what do you call them? Uh, what, do you call, uh, what do you call the stuff you got to gather to build stuff? Resources. Resources. There's only two different resources. It's um, uh, this light resource, which is energy, and then um, zeladium or something like that, which is to build stuff with. So, um, Really cool. Really cool deal. Sweet. Yeah, you can get it on an iPhone. It's only two ninety nine. Obviously, it's not in HD, and it probably looks nowhere near as good. Yeah, but you can tell the cutscenes are um, taken straight from iPhone now, because yeah. they, one, they don't fill the screen completely; like they have bars. Um, and two, they're really grainy. But besides that, you know, the whole game is you know really crisp looking. Um, yeah. and uh, runs on iPad one, iPad two, and it's a cool deal. Very cool. cool. Yeah. So anyway, and like I said, they have some, they have a ton of other games that they've kind of really copied people over uh, on. Um, and they have some games that they've made like Shrek forever that they get licensed for and they've made Uno, but also they have modern combat. Wonder what that is. They have asphalt six and uh dungeon hunt. And let's see, they actually made splinter cell conviction for the, uh, iPhone. And what's another one? Yeah, anyway, they got some. Oh, The Settlers, um, which is like uh, Civilization. So. Yeah, did did they make... Um, they made Prince Persia also. Did they make Asphalt, uh, Urban Asphalt or Asphalt Urban or whatever that's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the games they say are pretty decent for uh, iPhone, but they say on 3DS it's the worst thing you'll ever play in your life. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe. And they said the problem is I that, that. Not, the not, at least, not at least uh, you know, Starfront. It's not the worst game I've ever no, no, played. No, 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 no. Asphalt, Urban, the racing game I'm talking oh, about. Oh, well, they got they Asphalt said, 6 out now, so. Yeah, but they said it's good on iPhone. Yeah. But they said the problem is it's like 5 or four ninety nine on iPhone. Then they put it on 3DS and tried to put some 3D graphics in it or whatever and then started charging 40 bucks. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like, they said for that price, it got a 3.0 out of 10. Yeah. Like, so. Well, this game, Starfront, for the iPhone version, which is the only one that's been reviewed by IGN, got a 7.5. And yep. I read his review. It's pretty much, it's Levi Buchanan, which I trust him. Um, it's pretty yep. much a um, glowing review of it. He says he said he found it impossible to select his characters, though, which is a problem in a real-time strategy, especially when you're trying to do things yeah. quick. You know, um, But I have not had a problem with it. They've kind of um, updated how you select them, too. Between where, like, if yeah. you want a specific unit, you can click or touch and hold that unit, and it'll select all that type of unit. Um, you can also do pinch uh, pinch to select, and you can make a box around different characters. Um, and uh, Oh, and you can also assign them to different numbers. So, like, if you have this group, you can have up to three groups that you could just assign to numbers, and the numbers are on the left-hand side of the screen. So whenever you want group one, you just hit, click one real quick, and it selects those one no matter where they are, and you can go to them real quick. So, Real cool. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job on that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, best one I've ever played by them because I played some stinkers from them. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, sure. But, you know, I'm for it. All right. Uh, anything else you've been playing? <clears throat> um, if not, we're going to go ahead and go. Move on. Oh, I have been playing Swords and Sorcery. Oh, yeah. I was iPhone. about to say, I played that since then, too. I've, um, But... I got stuck. So, where where are you? Yeah. Um, I just finished the dream. I'm not very far into it. I finished the dream, so I'm like 26 percent or 32 percent in it or something like that. Something like nice. that. Nice, nice. Um, I my problem was I went away from it for like um, I don't know, a week or two, and then I came back yeah. to it and had no idea where I was. So, anyway. All right. Gotcha. Let's get on to what we're talking about, the discussion of the week. If you want to get involved, you can email us, thegametrust at gmail.com. You can also call us, 937-687-8780. And you can also find us on Twitter and maybe at us, um, at uh, at the Game Trust. got to put the in front of it. Also on Facebook, we have our Facebook group. And you can find us by just typing in the Game Trust on the Facebook search bar, and you will find us. And join, and you can join us. And I will probably, unless you seem like a very terrible person and a, you're like a woman that has her boobs hanging out, I may not, I may not let you in <laughs> because I don't want spam. But um, no spam, no spam. Uh, so anyway, so if that's your picture, change it, and then I might let you in. So uh, <laughs> that's how you can get in on the discussion. So first thing I want to talk about is the PSN. Now, as you know, everybody, the PSN was down. PlayStation Network for the noob sauces out there was down for a long time. It was hacked. Absurdly long. <laughs> information was stolen. Not mine, because I never put my credit card on. Uh, information was stolen, and it was just a real bad deal. It still is a bad deal for Sony. Sony's still trying to get over this thing. Um, yeah. Have you heard of something of this caliber happening in recent memory? <laughs> um, I do remember a... Uh... 
I mean, I had nothing to do with video games, but I remember a credit card company, uh, all their stuff got hacked one time. Yeah, that's probably pretty And bad, that yeah. was a, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was City or Capital One. I don't remember who it was. Someone yeah, yeah. got hacked, though. And it was a bad deal. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was. I can't remember how many different accounts got hacked and were available. I remember also all the social security numbers of, like, veterans um, recently yeah. in the past year or two got hacked and were released, which is a big deal. Yep. But, um, you know, I haven't heard, like, this mass thing of people having their credit cards stolen through the PSN. Yeah. But it is a big deal anytime your information gets out because, uh, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff is pretty serious, and especially since somebody can just copy and paste it onto the Internet and anybody can take it. Um, so Sony yeah. was in a heap load of trouble over it, you know, as far as the government coming down on them. In fact, Japan, even though the PSN is now up in the United States, Japan will not let the PSN go back up in Japan. Um, <clears throat> the government won't let them put it back up. Um, and it is not up to full capacity still in the United States. And whoever this hacker, or whoever these hackers were, they did a really good job at messing it up. Uh, yeah. So, and it really messed me up because my Portal 2 saved, didn't go over to the computer, so I didn't ever feel like playing Portal 2 on my P- on my Mac because my, I didn't want to have to replay the game and all to get where I was. So really yeah. kind of threw me off. Couldn't sink any trophies. Lost all passion. It was crazy. Hey, speaking of which, does that mean when we play together on co-op, we're going to start at the beginning again? No. What it does is um, you can kind of choose... As far as I can tell, you can kind of choose whose file you want to do co-op on. Okay, um, good. And I still get experience for all those levels I play. But if I go back and play it, well, I can't play it split screen now. But right, if I did, I would have whatever levels I did with you done, whatever levels I've done. But still, the levels that I hadn't done would st- still not be done. Does that makes sense. Right. No, I got you. Um, yeah. So that was kind of a pain in the tail. PSN being down, but now it's back up. So world rejoice. Um, Yay! and I had oh oh I remember what it was. Ah yeah, this is cool. Because so Sony to try to say sorry has done something really cool. They've come up with a very generous welcome back uh, plan. And here here it goes. I'm going to give it to you. You ready? Gamers ready. can gamers can select two. Of the following five PlayStation 3 games Dead Nation, Infamous, Little Big Planet, Super Stardust HD, or Wipeout HD plus Fury. I don't know what plus Fury means, but anyway, I'm sure it's some mode or something. Um, so you can pick two of those games out of those. I already have Infamous, so I'm probably going to get like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. I really have to research it because it doesn't Little come Big up. Planet. Maybe, but I've already played the heck out of that. <clears throat> Barred it from somebody one time. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you can get two games, which is pretty rad. And then if you have a PSP, you can get um, these out of these four games. You can pick, uh, let's see, two copies out of these four. Little Big Planet PSP, Mod Nation Racers PSP, Pursuit Force, and Killzone Liberation. Um, and their PlayStation's also going to give... Um, some free rentals out to people. Uh, Non-PlayStation cool. Plus subscribers can get 30, 30 days free of PlayStation Plus. So I don't have PlayStation Plus, but 
I'll get it for the 30 days. And there's like, if you don't know what PlayStation Plus is, basically you pay $9.99 a month or something. Or if you play, pay for a whole year, it's like $5.99 or something. Um, and it gives you discounts on games and, you know, you get a little plus symbol next to your name. And sometimes every month, basically, they give away a free game on PlayStation Plus. So cool. that, that, add, that might add up to another free game. I'm not sure. Um, and then existing PlayStation Plus members get 60 days free, which makes a lot of sense because they've already had 30 days basically taken out of their PlayStation Plus that they paid for. So they're getting yeah. those 30 days plus another 30 days. So um, cool. anyway, yeah, I mean, Sony's really trying to make it right here. Yeah. And if you're European, you're going to get Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. Hey. Yep. Who so. doesn't love a Quest for Booty? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. That's the uh, PSN coming back. There you go. Maybe I should go get a PS3 now so I can get some free <laughs> games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it'd totally be worth it. Um, and speaking of PS3, there's a little new console we don't have to spend a ton of time on this because we we uh basically dedicated our entire podcast to it last time there's a little new console coming out and we'll see it in less than a month can you believe it e3 is in less than a month i uh, am which is crazy stoked i know which is currently called project cafe we don't know the real name hopefully it won't be cafe but whatever uh and i we gotta ben and i have something we gotta just gotta get off our chest i was talking to him about what happened on Game Trust, an IGN podcast, and about them talking about Project Cafe. Well, they're a bunch of what they call Nintendo fanboys. They call themselves that, but really, yeah. and uh, not to name names, <clears throat> Damon Hatfield, but uh, <clears throat> and Ryan Geddes, uh, but they're really Nintendo haters. Well, Ryan Geddes would never call himself a Nintendo fanboy. In fact, he would probably call himself a Nintendo hate boy. Uh, he's a yeah. real... 360 nut and um which is yeah. okay i like 360 too but um he yeah, hates Nintendo. Right. uh so anyway they go on and ign to make a long story short built an uh project cafe we Two stream whatever you want to call it out of current uh pc parts because of sources telling them kind of what the power was and they kind of estimated and they said it's an estimate it's not for sure anyway they tested it against 360 and the graphics, and they used games like Modern Warfare uh, 2, um, Black Ops, and they used um, <clears throat> a lot of different games. I'm trying, I can't think of Oh, Crisis 2. Crisis 2, the, yeah. Yeah. And in every occasion, the Project Cafe uh, ga- thing that they built blew away the 360. In fact, it was running it in 1080p native, easy, no slowdown, nothing. Um, and 360 is not even capable of doing that. Yeah. So, on the Game Trust, they got really up in the air about Nintendo now, you know, making this console. is going to be so underpowered when the new consoles release, and it's so stupid. It'll be just like Wii, and they're really getting down on it and down on Nintendo. Because they're using tech or a graphics card that was released in 2008. Okay? Yeah. All right. So, that was a long explanation for this to say, Ben... You are the resident graphics kind of expert, where I am not. They're yes. using a little card called an X. What, from what we know, this is really speculation at this point, because Nintendo has not confirmed. An XFX Radeon HD 4850. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. The Xbox 360 uses a um, ATI Xenos 
graphics card, which is a special build graphics card. So anyway, that what I from my from what I found, that graphics card was based on something made in about two thousand and three. Yep. Okay. The graphics card for the new Nintendo systems made in two thousand eight. So they're freaking out about this. You know, you know, they're already using a graphics card. This, uh, you know, over two years old, three years old now, and whatever, whatever. Um, but uh, Sony and Xbox did the same thing with their with their consoles, right? Yeah, uh, sure did. Uh, when Sony came out with their console, uh, you know, they used the uh, basically the G four seventy eight hundred, um, which back in two thousand six was an old card. Um, and I mean, when I say old card, card came out in two thousand four. Uh, probably about two years old. Um, and same thing with the 360. came out in 2005. Uh, the card they used was from uh, stuff back in 2003. Um, and the reason they do this <clears throat> is because, number one, um, it doesn't have to be as powerful as a computer or a PC because it's not running a huge, heavy operating system, um, which is a, a really drags down everything you have in your computer. Um but also uh, for price, uh, if you put the newest graphics card in your console, uh, you know you'd be looking at uh, easily over a thousand dollars for a console, and no one's going to pay that. Um, it's just not well, going to happen. Somebody will, but it'll be about three people. <laughs> yeah, and I mean you'd you know just be a, a really stupid move. Um, so uh, they have to go back and find a good, powerful, but reliable graphics card. Um, or the architecture, really. And here's the deal with what Nintendo's doing, is we can't say for sure they're using the FX, FF, can't say it, XFX 4850, um, because it's probably not. It's Because uh, XFX is not making it. Um, it's uh, AMD um, is doing it for them. They're using the R700, uh, you know, uh, architecture, um, which all that means is that they're using those schematics um, for the base, uh, but that has nothing to do with what uh, they could do with that card. Um, so I, I just really think we're going to have to wait to see, see what they uh, release and what they say, if they ever do release uh, the specs. Normally they don't do that to like two weeks after their system launches. So. <laughs> or ever, you know, um, people yeah, actually end up tearing them apart and looking at the serial numbers and stuff like that to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see um, what's up their sleeve. Um, it's it's hard to know with Nintendo. They're very secretive about stuff uh, for the most part. Um, but I'm just saying rest assured that the graphics are going to be incredible, uh, be better than PS3 and 360, um, and there's nothing to, to worry about. Uh, you know, people saying it's not going to be powerful enough. It's going to be like last gen. Uh, it's, it's not. Not at all. Yeah, and... Um... You know, they talk also about the different the uh triple core processor that the the new Wii two or whatever. I'm gonna stop saying or whatever it's called. I'm just gonna call it Wii Two. I'm settled on that. Settled on that. But Wii Two is gonna have. Um and when IGN put it together, they put in a three point two gigahertz triple core AMD Athlon two X three four fifty. Okay. And they yep. said that that's what the Xbox three sixty basically has in it. And yep. but that's not what we've heard. We've heard that it's based on the architecture of the Xbox three sixty processor 
But just because it's the architecture doesn't mean that it's clocked at the same thing the 360 processor is clocked at. That's right. That's I'm, right. I mean, and and the the better that people get to know the architecture, AMD, uh, the higher they can always clock uh, the core. So if it was the 360 was clocked at 3.0, uh, then this could easily be clocked 3.8 or even 4.0. Um, it just depends on how high they can get it to stay, and but also you know have stability. Yeah, um, it was actually the 360 was actually clocked at 3.2. Oh, uh, was so, it 3.2? Yeah, yeah. So and they were saying that um, probably it will be clocked higher, but they're not sure. So they just went ahead and did it at 3.2, and yeah. so on. Um, anyway, uh, the the uh, it's it was also running Windows Seven in the background when they were doing this. So you got to imagine it's kind of like putting your Camaro out there, drag, putting a trailer on the back of it called Windows, and saying, seeing how fast it goes zero to sixty, you know. Yeah. Um, and when when um, when Nintendo comes out with it, they're going to have a very streamlined kind of OS that runs everything. Yeah. But it'll be you know nothing like Windows or even Mac OS no. X. You know, it'll be exactly like almost nothing running in the background yeah. comparatively. So, It'd be like you put a trailer hitch on it, but that's it. Yeah, just a trailer hitch, or one of those <laughs> maybe one of those uh, bicycle trailers behind. There you go, behind the could car. be one of those. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, so there's a lot to be to be decided, but the fact that they were getting all up in the air on that podcast about how not powerful it's going to be and how stupid it's going to be, and to Scott Lowe's credit, he did not say those things. He's the uh, gear guy over at IGN, and he knows what he's talking about a lot more than yeah. the other guys do. And it just showed, it just kind of showed their ignorance to me about how all those components work. And I don't know a whole bunch, but I know more than them. And it a little bit irritates me that um, they're that ignorant about those kind of things. And I yeah. guess they're paid to review games; they're not paid to know hardware. But seems you know. like you would know it anyway, though. Seems. I like mean, it. it's just it just kind of comes with the territory. But whatever. I don't know. Whatever. So, uh, long story. Real short is the project Cafe seems to be that is going to be very powerful, um, yep. so powerful that it can run something like Crisis Two with Windows in the background, um, with basically very little hitches. They said. Um, yeah. I think I think it was it was running at very high. There's like three settings. There's yeah, it, high, there's, very high, and extreme or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was not running at extreme, um, but at the same time it it might. Could have if it didn't have Windows Seven dragging it down. It's possible, so, so which is much better than what the 360 or PS3 ran it in. Well, because um, the PS3 and 360 were also running it in uh, below 720p. Yeah, they couldn't even run it at 720p. Um, so the Wii 2 was already doing it at basically twice the resolution at 1080p, dragging a trailer behind it. So this is this is comparatively to the 360 and PS3 is a more uh, a quite a bit more powerful console just like has been said but when people are ignorant they don't understand that so i'm, I'm kind of yeah. done done with barking about that but it just irritated <laughs> me a lot yeah <clears throat> so if you got an opinion on project cafe and i'm sure you probably do um and if you don't care just tell us to shut up whatever but um i'm interested in it and i'm very interested in e3 i think it's gonna be a great e3 and yeah. so i that's where i kind of want to go now is talk about the Electronics Entertainment Expo and 2011. what yeah, what we expect to see and what we want to see. Earlier in the year, Ben, I think we both predicted that Nintendo would release would show a new console this yep. E3, and that sure was did. a straight up off the wall prediction. I yep. actually didn't think it was going to happen. I was just trying to say something crazy. 
Yep. Well, so it looks like it is I, happening. I actually did think it was going to happen because I'm awesome. So <laughs> I thought it needed to happen. I just didn't think yeah. it would. Well, I definitely did too because I was like, oh my gosh, this Wii is killing me. Um, yeah. So we were both right. I also said, what else did I say? Something else came true. I don't remember what it was. I'll have to go back and listen to the show. Yeah, we will. Anyway. We will. But um, what do you think is going to happen to C3? I mean, we know that Nintendo's going to show off their Project Cafe. Do you think games are going to be playable for it or it'll just be videos only? Uh, it's hard to say. I I want to say it'll be playable in, in some form or another. Um, if not, if it's not playable, they'll at least show us how it's playable in a video. I'm sure we'll get to see the controller. We'll see the console itself, or at least a mock-up. I'm sure it's not the finalized, just like with the the Revolution and the DS. None of those uh, at the time were, um, you know, the finished product. Uh, 3DS basically was, though. Forgot about that. But anyway, um, I think I think the biggest part for people though is going to see how good the games actually look. And I think Nintendo needs to bring out the guns uh, with uh, you know, Mario. Guns. It does. You need to have a Mario they can see. Um, even if even it's if just it's, a mock-up. It's just a demo. That's right. It's not right. the game. Yeah. Even if it's just a darn mock-up. Um, Mario Wii 2 or whatever. You know, just slap a name on it. Um, I'd really like to see a Metroid. I don't know if they'll do a Metroid Prime again, but if they did, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Zelda is hopeful. But with uh, Skyward Sword not even being out yet, I don't know if we'll see anything. Um, but, I mean, even other other franchises, like uh, if they had a Smash Brothers on there, um, just some of the big first-party titles that people always expe- uh, expect from Nintendo. We need to see something that just blows everyone away. And um, also, I think they need a new IP. Um, I don't know what that's going to be, but yeah. I, I think they'll have something. Something um, new that people can say, whoa, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, in my opinion, if they're going for the hardcore gamer crowd, they need a new IP that looks more mature. Now, I think games like yeah. Zelda and Mario are very kind of mature games, not in maybe content and like blood gore and that kind of stuff, but they're, you know, an adult yeah. can play them, no problem. It's not like yeah. they feel like they're playing a kid game. Yeah. But they don't look mature from the outside. When somebody watches a commercial, right. it's not one I saw Gears of War for the first time and I was like, oh my word, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't want them to make Mario, <laughs> like, realistic, you know? <laughs> no, so no, bad. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. I think they need a new IP to to get that crowd. Um, so, and I think, uh, I don't know what Retro Studios has been working on, but I know that I think they could they could pull something off like that uh, for Nintendo. Yeah. Even if Nintendo's not going to uh, in-house develop it, uh, you know, they could hire Retro, which, I mean, Retro is basically Nintendo, uh, but it's second party. Um, but I think that Retro could do a jam-up job for some kind of new IP um, form. So, Cause I, I, I believe Retro said they are not uh, planning on doing another Metroid for a while, or yeah. maybe ever. So, But I'm sure they're working on something, because Donkey Kong's been out, you know, for a while. And um, I'm sure while that was finishing up, they're already starting on something else. Probably with uh, the Wii too. So yeah. Well, you know they were working on Zelda a while back, but that all never panned out. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that would have been interesting. Been really interesting. Uh, what do you think the um, other companies 
reaction to Nintendo releasing Project Cafe is going to be? Are they going to say this is just an off year for us? We're not going to try to push anything because there's no reason to try to take the news from them. Or you think they're going to try to drop some bomb also? Um, well, Sony, the only- Sony's just going to need to be apologizing all over themselves. But let's just go to 360. Yeah. Um, uh, with Microsoft, what do you think they're going to do? Um, yeah, I'm not sure what Microsoft's going to do, to be honest. I mean, they, they last year they came out with the, the, the updated system. Um, but, you know, it's not any more powerful than anything else uh, than the other 360s. Um, and I don't think, I mean, I'm pretty positive they're not going to show any kind of anything about a new console yet. Um, and I don't know. I mean, so the wor- that's I, the word on the street. No new console from Microsoft. But it yeah, wouldn't surprise yeah. me they just faked it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, they might say, we have something in the works. I'm sure they do have something in the works. Uh, and all they got to do is hold up a plastic box up in the air with nothing that's right. inside of it. And just say, yeah. And then show some pre rendered videos of the g- uh, games that are going to come out for it, things like Halo 4, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's all exactly. they got to do. Just yeah. fake it. So uh, who knows? I, I, I don't think they're going to do that, though. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be pushing some games, uh, you know, Gears of War 3, all this stuff. They're, they're big killer apps. But I don't know if they're going to have a killer show. Um, I think Sony's going to be like, uh, like I said, obviously apologizing, but they're still going to be like, you know, the PS3 only does, you know, the whole thing about it only does everything. Right. Uh, and I think they're probably going to try to push something, uh, probably the new Uncharted big time, try and show yeah. off the graphics like that the PS3 that. can still do. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying, well, the Nintendo's got this coming out, but look what we can do right here, right now kind of thing, you know? Right. So, and yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good, good, uh, call on that. You know, Microsoft, I, I don't believe they're going to show anything like that. Um, I wouldn't yeah. doubt that they show Halo 4, you know, whoever's making that because we know it's not Bungie. Right. Um, I wouldn't doubt if they show even just a video of Halo 4 is the, yeah. Oh, wait, one more thing kind of deal at the end. Um, right. The interesting part is is that Sony and Microsoft's conferences both come before Nintendo. So Nintendo's is actually the last conference. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to be able to respond to Nintendo, which may mean that they do crazier things because they have to anticipate what Nintendo's going to show. You know? Yeah, which, which I think is probably going to be funny because they're going to really try to do something awesome. And then everyone's going to forget about it once they see Nintendo's conference. Um, yeah. So. And then next year or whenever, you know, when they release their console for sure, um, or they, you know, they show it at E3, you know, that'll be a big deal. But yeah. Um, uh, any games that you're looking forward to seeing more about at E3 this year? Uh, I am really looking forward to seeing more, uh, some more stuff about 3DS. Um, yeah. Even though it's already out, I just, you know, I see like two games, three games on the horizon I want. Um, but right now I'm kind of going back to DS games to play on it because there's just nothing out right now. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's Zelda coming out and all this stuff. Uh, but I'm looking for the next big killer app that they're going to be like, here it is, it's coming out now. I uh, also want to see more on Mario 3DS. Uh, that's looking really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, they came out saying that they're trying to get that done for this year, released this year. But who right. knows? Yeah. We'll see. We know how they uh, like to push things back. Also looking uh, forward to seeing a little bit of Diablo 3 by Blizzard. That game's been in uh, production <laughs> for like, what, 14 years or something? 
Yeah. So um, it's finally coming out in like 2015. So no. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, it's coming out in like 2012, I think. Does I, the question I have does Blizzard actually come to E3? Or do they no, just do No, I guess BlizzCon? they don't. They have BlizzCon, don't they? Which does it correspond with or come like the week after E3 or something? It's something weird like they do. Yeah. I know but, the tickets I they were on sale I think like a week ago. Yeah. So now Blizzard's too cool for E3, I forgot. Yeah. Uh I know that they're going to be showing off the new Call of Duty, which eh, I mean I'm not a huge huge crazy fan of Call of Duty. I like it. MW3. Did you watch the teaser trailer? Uh, yeah, I did. Um missiles coming in on New York City or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. What do you think about Kid Icarus Uprising? Um coming out for 3DS. You think they're uh, going to show that off? Yeah. I mean, they showed it off uh, you know, before when they first uh, revealed it, I think they'll show off even more now. Uh, probably have a lot more playable. Um, and they'll probably have a lot, a uh, big thing on Zelda as well. Um, Skyward Sword and um, uh, Ocarina of Time 3DS. Both those will still come out after uh, E3. Um, so they'll be able to show off all that stuff as well. Um, I am also... I mentioned Skyward Sword. I'm looking forward to that. I don't have a Wii anymore, uh, but if Skyward Sword's good enough, I'll probably get a Wii again. <laughs> I still yeah. have a Wiimote, um, so, because I really don't want to miss uh, a Zelda game of that caliber. So. Yeah. I'm uh, interested to see something about that Dead Island game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, where they, they go on vacation or whatever, and everyone turns into zombies and all that. <laughs> yeah, that looks pretty sweet. Uh, looking forward to see if there's anything cool. about Mass Effect 3 there. Um, breaking news this week. You can have gay relationships in Mass Effect 3. Yes! yes. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. <laughs> Gosh! Uh, what the heck? They made Shepard gay? Yeah, I know. Seriously. Gosh! Um, let's see. What was What's another another game? Oh, uh, Arkham City. I want to see that. Okay, yes. Let's see that's what's going exciting. on with that. And... Um, there's one other game that I was really thinking about. Really wanted to see. <clears throat> oh, I know what I really want to see. I forgot about this. Is, What's that? Um, Skyrim. Uh, Elder Scrolls. Skyrim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's supposed that, to be wicked good. It's probably going to be game of the year. Um, people, yeah, people are already calling that before. They, they really are. I mean, there's not even a demo. There's nothing hardly out about it. And everyone's like, yeah, this is game of the year. So I don't know. Is if it, true, I thought it was Skyrim. Is it Skyrim? Skyrim. I've heard it both ways. We'll see. Okay. Um, I would say that I want to see something about Infamous Two, but it will actually be coming out that Tuesday of E3. So yeah. Um, you know that's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. You know I'm actually thinking about uh, doing something illegal and and getting some emulators on my PC for PS3 and 360, <laughs> <laughs> so I could get these darn games. That I can't get, like uh, Infamous and uh, uh, L.A. Noir. You know, I really want to play that game, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, L.A. Noir. I think it's very a very mature, very mature game. Yes, it is. Uh, you know. Anyway, so so that's that. Um, that's kind of what's happening up at uh, E3 coming very soon. We have. How many days till E3? Less than Seven. a month. Seven days. Okay, just kidding. Uh, it's the 16th, I think. 
the conferences start on the 5th of June or the 6th of June, one or the other. Something like that. And so that's basically the start of E3. So we have about like 30, 20, days. 20 days. 20 days, yep. yeah. 20 days. Sounding good, and I'm excited about it. So um, when that happens, I'm sure we will have more than enough to talk about between all the games and the Project Cafe and oh, yeah. all the other stuff. So It'll, We'll have like... We'll have to have like uh, three podcasts in a week just to just to get keep all the up. information in. That's right. Yep. Just Be crazy. It will. Okay. Well, we're gonna. Um, is there anything else you want to say? We didn't have. We've. It's been so long since we've done a podcast. We really didn't have any uh, user mail or anything or user. Yeah. yeah like they use us listener mail. <laughs> sorry, listener mail. So um, yeah. I was just gonna kind of end it off here, but then after the ending song, we were going to do a. Um, spoiler thing on portal Portal 2 so if that's cool with you let's go ahead and end it here and thank you for listening everybody and if you want to go on itunes please rate and comment us on itunes helps get our name up there you can email us thegametrust at gmail.com or call us 937-687-8780 937-6-TRUST-0 trust no one but the game trust you can find us that's right on twitter at the Game Trust and on Facebook in the little search bar, type in the Game Trust and we should pop up. Our group should join it, and it's just a fun group. We can talk about video games and that kind of stuff. We like to keep it clean, no dirty stuff. You can also visit thegametrust.blogspot.com, and I think I've done it all. I think I have <clears throat> said it all. That was awesome. That was yep. awesome. Been practicing awesome. on that. Uh, I can tell. And on that note. We will end off this 41st episode of the Game Trust. Thank you very much for listening. And, Ben, thank you for being on with me. Definitely. Happy to do it. And we will see you next time, episode 42, where we will rule the world. That's right. Peace out. I must warn you that this next section of the podcast is a complete spoiler of Portal 2. So if you have not played through Portal 2, uh, Portal 2 single player, do not listen. I warn you, do not listen. If you're laying in bed and you're a paraplegic, shake your head, knock the headphones off your head, whatever you can do, do not listen. Okay, you have been warned. In three, two, one. Okay, let's spoil spoil the heck out of Portal 2. Let's you ready? It.
Yes. We won't spoil the ending of uh, co-op since you haven't seen it, but we're going to talk about nope. one player. All right. Single player. All Let's right. So, Ben. Yes. What did you think about Portal 2? Uh, I thought it was very clever. Uh, game with a with a a good uh, a good story that the story worked very well with the with the puzzles that you had to do. Uh, it wasn't forced at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything just flowed into each other, flowed into everything very nicely. Yeah. Um, so you didn't have to worry about uh, being like, "Wow, this is the dumbest story," but the gameplay is really good. It was just everything was I thought uh, very well done. Um, and you know, some parts in it, like when you, uh, get to the bottom of the whole aperture science, uh, building and you start from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, when they started in the 1950s and all that, uh, I thought that had a very Bioshock vibe to it. Yeah, um, very much so. Yeah. Kind of gave told me you, goosebumps at first. Yeah. I mean, it made me really realize how much I like the aesthetic of Bioshock, but, um, yeah. I thought the scene where you're walking through kind of the exhibit hall and they have the p- different potato batteries that people have made. And that one potato yeah. is like massive and grown into the ceiling and all that stuff. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny and <clears throat> very much Bioshock like I thought. Yeah, it was. And, uh, and it was interesting to go see all the, um, all the, uh, different, um, uh, projects, but actually I read everything on the boards and, and uh, did you do yeah. that? Did you read yeah, everything yeah. on the board? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was funny stuff and the different yeah. warnings. And if you see an inspector, make sure you go tell your manager or something. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. It was, they're, it was they're doing what seemed to be pretty illegal stuff. You know, they're paying – how much are they paying hobos? Like $50 to go to the $60. $60. $60. <laughs> of course, that's 1970s money, I think, somewhere right. right. Yeah, 1970s time, was, money. So it'd be so more it was like – probably like – Eighty dollars now, <laughs> yeah, at least. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was cool. I really liked. In some ways, I wish that the whole. I mean, I don't know. I like it both ways, but I was kind of going to say I, I wish the whole experience would have been in that past world because I, I like. Yeah, I like kind of going through the different ages from the fifties and sixties and seventies yeah. and eighties. That was that was definitely cool. Um, and I liked how in between the different rooms you had to do to get to the next room was basically a room if it, but it wasn't right does that make sense there was like a puzzle you had yeah. to figure out in order to get to the next puzzle and yeah. that was cool because it made it very organic you know yeah um where these different rooms were set up so they could do these different tests but also because the whole place has been torn to shreds you now have to figure out how to get to the different places what was the one you were talking about that was really cool where you had to um you were just telling me how you liked it, how you had to shoot across and go through the letter in the aperture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you when you first get there, really, it's, uh, it's like the first puzzle you do. Uh, when you get down, you see the big aperture sign. You're like, holy crap, what is this? Uh, but it took me forever. I was like, how in the heck do you get to where you got to go? Um, and eventually, I started shooting portals all over the place, and I fell through it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I see. And so then I fell through it again, built up speed, and then shot through the big aperture uh, science signs got the big hole in the the symbol they have, and you end up on this uh, platform, and you go into the door, and I was like, oh, very cool. Um, but I thought actually some of the puzzles between the testing chambers was actually harder than the testing chambers. Oh yeah, because the testing chambers, it feels like to me, especially in the 
especially in the kind of newer testing chambers where everything, you know, when you're not down into the ages and the down, falling right. down into the after science thing, those testing chambers, I can kind of look at them and see my end goal, right. you know? But when you were trying to get to the testing chambers, it was like you couldn't necessarily – it was hard to tell where the finish line was, you know? Yeah, exactly. And how to get there. And you just kind of had to just start trying to shoot on things and see what walls would – portals would stick to and stuff like yeah. that, you know? And yeah. um, very interesting. And yeah, it seemed uh, more like a r- real-life scenario. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. – you weren't guided, like, at all. It was just like, okay, well, you've done, the, you've done this. Uh, figure out what you got to do next. And every test chamber was actually just an obstacle to a main goal, which was to get out of where you were and get back up to Wheatley up in the top, you know, and it just happened to be that you had to figure out all these test chambers in order to get there because that's the only way to get to the exits, which brought you higher and uh, closer to the top. Um, So uh, I thought it was really, really cool how they did that. Um, Yeah. Then once well, you get, uh, go ahead, finish what you're saying. I was gonna say I also thought that Cave Johnson was hilarious. Oh yeah, uh, they got the guy from Spider Man, and he was just good. Yeah, he was. And uh, you know, Glados is funny in in a kind of sadistic way. But Cave Johnson was just hilarious by hearing what he'd say. You know, he'd be like, "If your if your uh, rectum starts bleeding from uh, taking all this radiation in, don't worry." <laughs> you know, he's like. You'll probably die in just a few hours, but if you yeah. happen to make it through, yeah, we'll we'll try to help you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just fun um, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, don't yeah, don't worry because one of these tests will probably kill you before you get out of here anyway. Exactly. Um, how about the moon dust? How it was, uh, you know, really yeah. bad for your health and like your slot. You know, I was just thinking, being Shell, she she's gonna die soon anyway because yeah, you know, she gets out and she frees herself at the end, but. You know, this moon dust, it's been all over her, all over she's been slide all what she's been sliding through, it's all in her lungs, you know. Yeah. He's like, Do not get it on you. And then I think right when he says that, you have to go into a puzzle where it flies all over you, all over the yep. room. Exactly. It's like, and, Wow, uh, I'm gonna die. Yeah. So poor Chell. Um Yeah. Oh well. But uh you get back up to the top, you get out of the you know, I said the beginning levels of portal are kind of to train you on how to play Portal again, if you've forgotten or you yeah. didn't played it before, like many yeah. people haven't. Yeah. Um, the middle levels are really just a change of atmosphere, really is a great kind of relief, and I like it when games do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the final levels are all bringing you to the end where you fight Wheatley. And the yep. funny part is, is you have a little uh, potato, GLaDOS, which I thought was pretty funny, and it's interesting yeah. how she was against you as GLaDOS, Yep. And when she's the potato, she's on your side. That's so, right. That's right. Um, it was funny, and I actually started to like her a little bit. I know. Me too. Uh, well, because you're like, Wheatley, you are such an idiot. Oh, he is so dumb. He is an idiot. He is a dumb, <sighs> he is dumb corn. <laughs> For sure. He, um, you know, but he's so funny. He is. Oh, my word. He is He's just so funny. Um, that British accent. You know, normally British people sound smarter, but not Wheatley. No, he sounded like an absolute idiot fool. <laughs> yeah. And he, well, because he never knew what he was talking about, but he tried to pretend like he knew what he was talking about, is, I think, is the thing. I love it when yeah. he starts, sla- he just started slamming the um, uh, the different test chambers together and making another chest- test chamber for you to go yeah. through. It's like, things flying everywhere. He's like, oh, yeah, meant to do that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, that was Also, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. 
But one of the hilarious things is I did this by accident, but I accidentally flew out and I hit one of the monitors in one of the last levels. He's like, uh, you know, actually, I wanted you to do that. Uh, today I woke up and I said, we have too many monitors. We really need to get rid of a monitor. <laughs> so you actually just played into my plan by getting rid of that monitor. And I was like, oh, well, that's good to know. It's hilarious. Did you get an achievement for it? No, I don't, I, I don't think I did, but I should have. Yeah, definitely should have. Um, yeah. And then you go and fight Wheatley, which is I did not think was as hard as the fight at the end of Portal 1 at all. No. Uh, maybe it's because I've gotten better or something at playing it. Yeah. But, um, plus Wheatley's an idiot. Plus Wheatley is such a dummy. He, like, says, ah, I got you now. I'm going to shield it. And he, What does he yeah. do at the very end that he's like thinks he has it all figured out, and he starts throwing bombs at you, and you just destroy him? Just well, like, he has everything in the front, and so you can still get him from the back. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Because it only has a certain amount of shields. And so at first he has his bottom, and then he kind of has the bottom and the top. And he says, well, I'm just going to block it all at the front. So you, And you can't. You can't hit him from the front at all. Right. But you can just shoot a portal behind him. It's like, wow, bam. <laughs> he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, and then I love how he's like, I've taken away. There are no walls on here that can uh, uh, support portals. And so yeah. then there's that moon dust, like, falling through the pipe, and you blow it up and shoot moon dust everywhere. Yeah. And um and so the whole thing's covered and he's like, Don't you know. Yep. <laughs> um and then the dummy, he like sits over top of this big blob of moon dust uh yep. goo. And so at the very end when he has the little shields all around him, you can hit him from the bottom. Oh man, he's so dumb. But it's he's hilarious. a dim. It's hilarious. And then my favorite part of the ending is when the sky opens up and you know, it was like this relief to realize that the moon was still there. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Like you're like, oh man, I am on Earth, you know, and you yeah. see it and you look up at it, and I got it on the first try that I shot the portal. I've heard several people say they didn't know what to do when they saw the moon, but I saw that moon, and you had an interesting story about it. Kind of say what happened to you. Yeah, well, I saw the moon, and I like had a flashback in my mind, and it all happened within like half a second. Uh, but if it was a movie, <laughs> yeah. it was like yeah. I went back to all the everything that Cave Johnson had said about the moon dust. And, uh, you know, about all the gels and or the white gel and how wherever, you know, it hit, uh, you know, you could blow a portal because moon dust was very, uh, I don't, I forget what he says. But anyway, the key is moon dust. conductive. Was, it was very conductive. conductive. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, and then it's like I came back into the game and I was like, oh, yeah. And I shot a portal and then I saw it blink up on the moon and I was like, uh, so cool. oh, crap. Little- <laughs> like yes and then you go flying out of the portal behind you that's that's hilarious um yeah you, everybody gets sucked in wheatley included and uh you yep. win you win and gladys yep. helps you out brings you back in and yep. uh, even and though it, yeah is it Gladys? yeah yeah it doesn't, yeah okay yeah 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 because she puts she um connects herself uh to the what which who's the big machine yeah while Wheatley's getting sucked out. Yeah. And uh, it just, you know, if you really got... Okay, I tried to figure out, like, how this works. I said, well, how does it work between a portal and the moon? Would, you know, you would you freeze or whatever on the moon or what would happen? But, you know, it's a video game. So I said, that's stupid, Ivy. Just, just, yeah. It's but just supposed to be funny, you know? Yeah. And um, I thought the most... I don't know what the funniest thing, but just something really funny is when Wheatley was out in space and that dude's, like orbiting around him says we're in space yeah yeah i'm in space too yeah it's space Uh, and whitley's just like if i could go back in time 
<laughs> if I could just get back to Earth, I would tell her I'm truly sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry for this. <laughs> I was um, like, that's the thing about Wheatley is that he's like, he probably really is sorry because he's just an idiot. And so when he gets into a situation like that, he didn't even know how to act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he the power was just intoxicating to him. He couldn't take it, and he had to, um, you know, torture you. Exactly. Same thing with Gladys, though. She's like your friend is the potato, and she gets back in, and she just totally is not really your friend anymore. Um, nope. And uh, kicks you out. Uh, what was yep. your opinion on the ending song in in terms of last time and this time? How did you like this newest song? Okay. Well, the first song you hear uh, from the turrets, um, I thought was awesome. At first, you know, she puts you up in the elevator, and then it stops, and there are the three. Uh, turrets getting ready to shoot you. I thought that was going to be the end. Like it was just going to fade away. Oh yeah, and they're going to and you're you. and you're going to be dead. And I was going to be like that darn Glados. You know, I thought that would have been kind of a brilliant ending. But anyway, yeah, I'm glad glad that didn't happen. Yeah, but I to- I totally thought it was going to happen. Too. Yeah, I did too. And I think that's why they did that, obviously. But then they the lasers go off, and then you hear one go, you know, and then they start that whole song with all these different shaped turrets and all the stuff and. I was like, man, that's awesome. And you used to like see thousands of them making this beautiful song. Yeah. That's really cool. That was really that cool. Was cool. Um, but the actual credit song I thought was uh clever. Uh, I don't I didn't think it was quite as impactful as the first, because um, no one was expecting the first, but everyone knew there'd be another song. Yeah. Um, but it was still pretty funny. Yeah, I was enjoyed really it. It was good. A- Allie really liked it. Uh, my wife. So Yeah. Um I liked it too. And I, I mean, it's catchy and yeah. uh, fun, and I want to learn how to play it on the guitar and just play it <clears throat> at church or something. So. That's right. That'd be a good one. <laughs> um, really worship the Lord. Yeah, I know. Uh, just trying to think. What was something else I wanted to say about it? It's a uh, great game. Remember. Yeah, it's a great it. game. And the people you hear that are downing it because it's – okay, there's a couple – there's like two different groups. One Camps. group says that – you know, it's not that good a game because it's too good, um, and it makes which makes perfect sense. Make perfect sense. It's like they say the reason, the biggest gripe they have against it is that the game is too good and makes Portal One not look as good anymore. Um, mm. And then there's one person, uh, Michael Thompson from IGN. Did you read that article he did, Contrarian Corner? No, he did a Contrarian Corner, which is just basically him just making a stupid argument out of pulling it out of his butt it's not it's yeah. not really an argument but he tries to make an argument out of it to be the contrary opinion and yeah. um he was just saying that it's it's too clever and it's too witty and it's annoying so it's not a good game anyway so it's just funny that <laughs> every like problem that people have with portal 2 is that it's too good too good of yeah. a game. which just makes perfect sense you know no wonder it's terrible it's just too awesome I know. Uh, that's exactly what I thought about, you know, uh, Uncharted 2. Too yeah. good of a game. It makes Uncharted 1 look bad. You know, yep. Mass Effect 2, it's... too good of a game. Makes Uncharted 1, I mean, Uncharted 1, makes <laughs> Mass Effect 1 just look bad. And because of that, it's just a terrible game. Yeah. It's too but, good. You, you know, Dragon Age 2 was a great game because it made the first one look better. <laughs> that's <laughs> why it was so great. That's right. And that's why it will go on to win Game of the Year this year. That's right, of course. So, um, what was your favorite gel out of all the gels? Um, 
I really like the uh, the blue gel because I could bounce all over the place. And, like, you do these huge, like, jump these huge chasms and stuff. And it was just cool to be able to bounce instead of just flying out of portal like you've been doing. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, fly out of a portal and then hit the blue gel and then just do another absurdly amazing jump. And it's just like, when you did it yeah. perfect, it's like, oh, that was so awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I like the blue gel, but my favorite, absolute favorite, is the orange gel. And you may not get the full impact of the orange gel and how awesome it is till there's this one level in co-op. And I won't spoil it for you or anybody else, but this one level in co-op is just so cool how it uses orange gel. But um, I, I want to see it. Yeah. I loved how the orange gel allowed you to get your speed up yeah. sideways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. you no longer had to jump off of a cliff or something and land through a portal. Right. You could just run really fast and go through a portal. And it kind of added this – all the gels to me added a really cool new dimension to it. Yeah. It, um, yeah. I, I believe so. And, Definitely. Um, light – the light bridges were cool. They, yeah. Um, those were cool. It's crazy the different places. It's just crazy how they, like, interacted. And I think all the things that you see in the one-player, a single-player game – come back in the uh, uh, co-op and just yeah. like, but they're crazier. Like they just yeah. up the ante a little bit. So me and you need to go through that so you can see all that stuff. We do. You're going to need to get a mouse though. I know. I have one. I have a mouse. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. I know trackpad's junk. Yeah, it is. For gaming. Yeah, definitely. I knew that. I was. Uh, I had a mouse because I was using it when we were playing uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Yep. True dog. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Portal 2 before we close this Um up? It's a great game. Go out and get it. <laughs> Support Valve. Triumph. Support. I'm making a point here. Huge success. That's right. Hey, uh, all I'm saying is that support Portal 2 uh, instead of Modern Warfare 3. Oh, please. Please do. Yeah. Please. Like, oh, it, I did want to say one more thing. Go ahead. Say what you're saying, then I'll, I'll say I was going to okay. say, you know, if you have the choice, buy it twice and don't buy Modern <laughs> Warfare 3 at all. Well, I yeah. will not buy Modern Warfare 3. I'm not planning and, on it. Yeah. Uh, and also, something you might want to check out on iPad is the final hours of Portal 2. Gives this really cool backstory about Portal 2. And um, and uh, you just kind of see how Valve made it, and it really helps you respect them even more than you maybe you already did. And how awesome they are. And it goes from the beginning. It goes from Portal 1. It starts at Portal 1 and then goes through all the way up into Portal 2. Can you and get it on an iPhone? I don't think you can. I really don't. Piece of junk. I don't know. I can look it up real quick. But um, really interesting. And Ben, you can read it. I mean, it took me like an hour to read. Um, you know. But um, final hours of Portal 2. Check it out. And with that, I guess we'll finish this off. Um, see if I, I'm about to try to figure out if it's on iPhone real quick. Final hours. I'm trying to find out too. And dun, 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 dun. nope, nope, it's not. It's iPad only. Darn it! Yeah, piece of junk. <laughs> I quit. Well, you can read. I quit. <laughs> you can read it on my my iPad. I'll allow it. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, I guess. It's been good. Thanks for listening. And um, if you have any favorite moments of Portal 2 that you would like to send in, we'd love to hear them. And, uh, and keep this community going. 
and the fun that Portal 2 is. And there is some DLC coming out for Portal 2, which is really exciting. New uh, co-op missions, and that'll be a lot of fun. So hey. I'm looking forward to it. And also, if you uh, haven't beat the game or haven't even played it yet and listen to this part, shame on you. Shame on you. Go kill yourself now. Okay, don't. Don't do no, that. No, okay. Shoot a portal Shoot on a top portal. and bottom and just fall through it for eternity instead. <laughs> yeah. instead. <sighs> yeah. Don't kill yourself. Please don't. No. Um, but maybe you just want to, like, okay, yeah, just, like, cut yourself, but not on your wrist, just, like, on your eye or something. Because something you don't really need. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get a spoon, pluck out your eyes. That's you all right. Play. You yeah. Or cut off your thumbs, then you can never play football. Or you could stab out your eardrums since you listen to this and weren't supposed to. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. Something like that. You're for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go. Let's finish this out. Um, Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace out. I meant you, that would be funny if it weren't so sad. Well, you have been replaced, I don't think anyone knows.